0: Faith for Today with Colin Urquhart and Julia Fisher. Of course, Bethlehem and Christmas Day go together like hand in glove, Colin, and uh, here we are, we've been in Israel now for some days. And uh, what came to mind when you visited Bethlehem this time? Well you know, every time I come to the Holy Land some of the sights really touch me very deeply. You can imagine Jesus being present there. You actually almost feel his presence in a tangible way and you know these are the genuine places where, where he acted, he performed miracles, he was crucified, he was raised from the dead. But there are other very sort of religious sites, if I can put it that way whether they're genuine or not uh, is a matter of debate, but it's what man has done to them. Built churches and added all the dimension of religion that really leaves you quite cold. And I would have to confess that Bethlehem is is one of those places where when you go to the church, was this the precise site? Well, perhaps, perhaps not. Uh, Certainly it's nothing Uh, like it would have been in the time of Jesus. And so I find that completely uh, sort of unmoving, really. Whereas other times I I just feel so, so close to the Lord when I'm here in the Holy Land. And I would really encourage people, if they've never visited Israel, to do so. Give yourself a Christmas present and come to Israel. But make sure that you're on a tour that is not going to simply visit religious sites is really going to meet the people and get into the situations that are really the genuine thing here. But one thing we do know, Jesus was certainly born in Bethlehem. So it's been a joy to visit Bethlehem. Although what really pleased me was to visit the people that serve the Lord in Bethlehem now. And there are so many wonderful believers who are fulfilling a tremendous ministry to both uh, Christians and actually Muslims. There is, even in the great tensions that exist in the West Bank at this time, a considerable uh, respect for some of the Christians because of the ministries of compassion and love that they fulfill. and. I'm sure that pleases the Lord, because it is out of God's great mercy and compassion that he caused his Son to be born into the world. Let's read from Luke's Gospel, first of all, about the events that surrounded Jesus' birth in Bethlehem. In those days, Caesar Augustus issued a decree that a census should be taken of the entire Roman world, and she gave birth to her firstborn, a son. She wrapped him in cloths and placed him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the inn." Very familiar words, very familiar story. But, of course, it contains some very important truths. We talked yesterday of Jesus being known as Jesus of Nazareth and why that was the case. And, of course, the Messiah was to be born in the line of David. And so um, Joseph was really like a surrogate father, wasn't he? Because Jesus was actually fathered by the Holy Spirit. It was the Holy Spirit that put the seed into Mary's womb. So Jesus had both a human nature and a divine nature. But because he was of the house and line of David... Joseph had to go with his family from Nazareth in Galilee all the way south to the town of Bethlehem in Judea. Again, Bethlehem would not have been a very, very large place in that time, although certainly much bigger and more noticeable than Nazareth. Why Bethlehem? Well, you will be well aware that in Jerusalem, which was the spiritual capital of of the the nation. There stood the temple and the whole sacrificial system that took place in the temple. Now contained in the sacrificial system was um, uh, the need of a whole series of sacrifices of lambs, of sheep that needed to be offered in sacrifice. Where did these sheep come from? Because you wouldn't breed sheep in a city like Jerusalem? Well, they came from Bethlehem. This was the area where the sheep were produced. This was therefore the area where the first to come and worship Jesus when he was born were the shepherds. And how how telling this is, because who is Jesus? Well, as his ministry began and he went down to the river jordan to be baptized by john you remember those prophetic words that john spoke of him behold the lamb of god who takes away the sin of the world who is this baby that is born he is actually the lamb of god what better place for the sacrifice to come from than bethlehem the place where the lambs were produced ready for sacrifice. So it's all very, very fitting, and of course it was all planned by God right from the very beginning. In Matthew's Gospel we read this, this is how the birth of Jesus Christ came about. His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph, but before they came together she was found to be with child through the Holy Spirit. because he will save his people from their sins. All this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet, The virgin shall be with child, and will give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God with us. This child that was born in these very humble circumstances in Bethlehem was given the name Jesus, Saviour the one who would save God's people from their sins, the one who was destined to die on the cross, the Lamb of God, the sacrifice that God himself had supplied. How can we ever understand the amazing love of God, that he was prepared to become man himself and then to give the life of His Son on the cross, the One who created the world, giving His own life, so that it would be possible for those He created to be restored to unity, to love, to fellowship with Him, to unity with Him, because this is why He created man, to be at one with Him. And you remember Adam and Eve, walked with God and God walked with them in the garden. When they sinned that great privilege was removed and they were thrown out of the garden because now they were separated from God by their sin. So God was now providing his own sacrifice. He was providing a savior who would actually take away the sins of God's people and make it possible for him to be restored. Well here you can probably hear the noise of children in the background and that's very fitting isn't it? Do you remember Jesus said suffer the little children let them come to me don't try to prevent them or hinder them and as we're making this program outside in the open it's wonderful that we have some children coming around just to watch us and to listen to what we're saying because You know, Christmas isn't just for children to receive toys. It's for all of us to receive the precious gift of God's Son into our lives. And every Christmas I expect to get a fresh revelation of God. I expect somehow Jesus to be born in me in a new way. I don't mean that you can be born again a second time and a third time and a fourth time. But you know, I believe that there's more and more of the life of Jesus that is to be released in our lives. And every Christmas, that's what I anticipate. Now I trust that you've had a really good day and you're enjoying the time with your family. But just pause for a few moments and pray and say, Lord, I want you to be born in me. I want your life to radiate through my life. I want to actually know that you are able to use me for your glory, that as you came into this world for me, so I will live out the life that you have given me through the Holy Spirit so that I can live for those in the world, to make you known to them, to love them, to serve them, to give to them. As you have given to me the gift of your Son, so may I give the gift of your Son to others. God bless you on this Christmas day. You've been listening to Faith for Today, presented by Julia Fisher. This program is sponsored by Kingdom Faith. For further information, visit our website, kingdomfaith.com.